Ladies, I'm so excited to share with you my brand new eight-week group coaching program that starts January 11th. I am so excited about this because there's just so much transformation that can happen when you are in a community, in a tribe of women that really have your back. I've been in a coaching program over the last few months, and I'm telling you, my life is has never been better. During the COVID and all the anxiety going around, I just feel that you can still thrive in times such as this. And I want to help you and lock arms with you and hold your hand weekly for eight weeks, ladies, That and show you how you can do this. I, I'm going to bring in guest expert speakers. We're going to have weekly workout challenges together, weekly nutrition challenges, exercise, Lots and lots of mindset work, setting up new habits that can really stick for you for 2021. There's just so much that I'm excited about to share with you and how you can grow and become the woman you really, really want to be and were meant to be. Of course, you guys know I bring my faith into everything and I believe God has a plan for us. I want to share with you week by week how you can get to the place that God wants you to be at. And you can thrive there through adversity, through setbacks. We are made to be addicted to the climb. We're not supposed to stay in the same place year after year after year. I want to help you guys overcome whatever is holding you back. So if you're ready to lock arms with me, please send me a message. I can give you more details. We'll get on a 10-minute chat and just get you in a better space than you are right now. Let's do it. Let's move forward so we can stay addicted to the climb together. I'll see you guys on the inside. My name is Kelly Tyen and welcome to Addicted to the Climb. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You are going to learn how I overcome adversity, hear from people just like you that have faced challenges and still keep climbing. Are you ready to elevate your life and choose your path? Let's do it together. Are you ready? Let's go. I recorded this episode right before Thanksgiving with two of my good friends and fitness experts, Jody Harrison Bauer and Linda Mitchell, so we can talk and de- dig deep into the COVID-15 weight gain. I should say the COVID-19 weight gain and how we can help you. Lots of advice and tips. So really, guys, take your notebooks out. Write some things down. I hope you incorporate some of these things that we give you so you can make the rest of this holiday season a little less stress-free. Enjoy this episode, and please reach out if you have any questions. Welcome to the Sisterhood of Sweat. Well, actually, we're going to call this Fearless Females. Woo! I I am here. We are going to fight COVID-15. I know I did say that right in the title. You're like, no, Linda, it's COVID-19. No. Well, maybe. But COVID-15 are the pounds we're gaining during this time of, you know, struggle and not being able to get out. And some people are depressed and it's the holidays and they're telling you to cancel, cancel your Thanksgiving. Don't speak loud. Don't sing loud. Don't kiss. I don't know. (laughs) But I'm here with Kelly Tyen. 
she is down in the basement. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm not in the basement. <laughs> I'm in my office today. Oh, we it looks pretty. Her. She's Thanks. the blonde, the other blonde. And her podcast is Addicted to the Climb. And I'm here with Jody Harrison Bauer. And her podcast is fearlessly authentic and mine is a sisterhood of sweat and we are three fearless females and we're in this fight and we want to help you win it today so i'm gonna let jody take this away and start addressing this topic thank you thank you so much and i hope uh, i hope the tips that we can give everybody uh can really help you get through whatever you might be struggling with right now so the the Quarantine 15, you know, a lot of people talked about it during quarantine because we suddenly found ourselves not in our regular routine and a lot of people struggled with it. And I feel that, and I, that's why we want to talk about this today because we feel that like a lot of people are still struggling. Maybe you did lose the 15 pounds. Maybe you lost the five pounds or 10 pounds, but you still don't, you still have weight to lose, or you still feel that you want to feel better in your body because there's still... we're still in a state of uncertainty and that uncertainty causes us stress and anxiety and it raises our cortisol levels. So that's not good. So if you are still struggling with the quarantine 15, here are some tips to help you. And maybe you can start this today. I know for me, Mondays are usually the best days for me to start something new, but you can start this at any time. And really, you guys, the first thing you need to do is just start moving. So if you've been sitting still, if you're still wearing your sweatpants and your jammies and you're working from home, that's cool because most of us are working from home. But get up in the morning, do it first thing in the morning. Uh, you know, I'm not a morning person, but I think that if you start creating, and I think we got you guys, we've talked about this, having that morning routine. Uh, some people, I'm, I'm really not a morning person. I'm an afternoon or an evening person. But whenever it is the right time for you, stick to that time and just get up and go outside. Get up and walk around your house. Throw on that sports bra. I know it sucks. Trust me, I know. But throw on that sports bra, throw on the the pants, throw on the sneakers and walk around your house. Walk outside your house. Walk around the neighborhood, but get moving, whatever it is. I think that really is the first step because once you do get moving, you realize that, wow, the blood started pumping. I started feeling better. You start eventually releasing those feel-good hormones and you want to come back and do it again because you felt good. Why did you feel good? For the reasons I just expressed, but also because you have held yourself accountable and you've actually accomplished what you said you were going to do. And I think a lot of pride comes from that. And I think, you know, Linda, you and I talked about, touched upon yesterday in our interview about feeling shame, feeling ashamed, not feeling right about feeling uncomfortable about something. And I think if you're carrying any of that shame about, oh, how am I ever going to lose this weight? Or how am I ever going to feel better? Stop focusing on the shame. Stop focusing on what doesn't feel good. Focus on what steps you're going to take to feel better. Once you start moving, you're going to want to start feeding your body differently. And that 
that's a process. You know, we hear that abs are made in the kitchen. We're not talking about fitness abs. We're not talking about fitness shows. We're talking about a healthier body. So when you put healthier foods into your body, it actually gives you energy and you'll want to get up every day and get moving. So that's my little tidbit. I know we can, I want to go around and, and touch upon everybody's ideas. Cause I think that once you hear from all of us, it's pretty simple. There's nothing, there's no rocket science here. It's, it is science, but it's not rocket science. It's about taking action to, to get to your goal. And it's not about sprinting. It's about taking your time for you. It's just like the body transformation. We can't tell you when that body transformation is going to happen, when you're going to lose the weight. There is no time limit on it. So just start moving when it's right for you. And I would encourage you that if you're listening today to us after we're finished talking to take the action right after this. So over to you, Kelly, or if you guys want to make some comments on that. Yeah, go for it, Kelly. I love what you said because I am such a morning routine person. It never was before. So when people hear morning routine, first of all, I want you to know, I was the one that was all over the place and it took me a long time. I used to read about what do successful people do? They all have a morning routine. <laughs> well, for me- the Millionaire morning. The millionaire morning, right. I have the book, you have that? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel- what you said is really important because if you just, if you don't have it in your head that you're going to work out, maybe it's not what you look forward to doing, but what you said, moving your body, make that just part of your routine, right? When you wake up, because I find that my clients, they don't want to work out at five, six, seven o'clock at night ever. They they'll skip. Then they feel guilty. It makes this crazy cycle start because they're too tired they might have good intentions of wanting to work out after work because they can't get up in the morning. I say, change your brain right away. And if you want to feel good at the end of the day, you have to make a decision to just get up and move. The first thing you do, take 15 minutes extra. You can do that. Listen, I got up at 430 all the time for years. I'm not a morning person. If I can do it, I feel anybody can do it. And if my mom was here, she would still be like telling everybody, Kelly was the one who slept till noon, you know, growing up, I was a sleeper. So for me to make that a priority, you can do the same thing if you want to feel better. And I think what you also said, and you touched upon, you know, shame or how you feel right now, if you gained weight over the COVID and you don't, you're just overwhelmed and depressed and a lot of anxiety now with the holidays coming, there's a lot going on up in this headspace, right? I think you should turn one of your pain points into the purpose, into a purpose. So take your pain, maybe the weight is causing you pain and giving you a lot of anxiety in your head, because I know as a lot of my clients and women I work with, it makes them miserable. I say, well, then make that your purpose. Turn that pain into your purpose. Your purpose is to work out, to feel better, to just go to sleep, knowing you moved your body, you're doing something for you and you have a purpose now. I'm going to wake up. This is what I'm going to do today. Like it's all about changing, flipping that switch in your head that, you know, why are you so miserable? Is the weight gain causing you this stress? Well, let's just switch that into make it a purpose. 
I'm going to decide when January 1st comes that I don't want to be where I am today. And that's my mindset because believe me, I woke up January 1st, year after year after year, going, ah, oh, <laughs> starting over again. Here we go. And I don't want to do that anymore. I don't know if you guys have did that in the past, but I go through the holidays, eat what I want. Oh, the cookies don't matter. Have a cookie. Enjoy it. Don't deprive yourself, but just know working out needs to be a priority and you don't want to be worse off January 1st than you are right now. You have time right now to start something new and get excited about it because we still have five, six weeks to crush 2020. I mean, we have plenty of time to turn our pain into a purpose right at this moment. So that's my couple tips to just start this conversation. Well, I just, I love everything you said, Kelly, and also you, Jody. Your, your circumstances, which right now might be pretty sucky, don't have to dictate how you feel. You get to dictate how you feel, no matter what your circumstance. So this is a really good practice right now just think of it as like, this is part of our movie and it's got a twist in it. So it's making our lives a little more interesting. We have to think outside of the box. We were talking about being in a box yesterday on Jody's podcast uh, and getting out of the box. Now, now we need to think outside of the box a little bit and make this a time that you practice being innovative. And I think one of the first keys as Jody said, is focusing on how you feel. And I think a lot of that is showing up. You know, if I show up on a Zoom call, I put my makeup on, I fix my hair, I do what it takes for me to feel good. Now today, I got a little extra hair, hair gel going on in my hair. And I, thought, I noticed. I thought I look a little something like Mary going on here. You look gorgeous. And a little got good. on my forehead and gorgeous. I can still see it. I don't, I don't want but I'm just saying. Right, you sure? uh, I love it. I love it. Thanks. It helps if you have a sense of humor. And, you know, I think just um, not taking ourselves too seriously mm -hmm. and realizing we've been through tough times before. And I think it makes them a lot less tough if you focus on the things that really matter. And one of them is you. Mm -hmm. And you right. need to put yourself on that list, that to-do list of self-care because it's what helps keep your mindset in the right place. And your mindset is what drives everything. It drives everything. So if you're depressed, that on the other hand is like compounding. So like if you're, you know, eating too much, sleeping too much, binge watching too much, it might be fun at first. Of course, we all want to do that once in a while, but it begins to catch up with you. And then it isn't as fun. It, it's like this thing, it's depressing. It's like the eight ball, you know, you're underneath the eight ball instead of on top of it. And then everything starts feeling heavier. I feel so, that I, I feel that women are tougher on themselves. I know there are a lot of guys that are really tough on themselves, but it seems more female oriented. And I think I did read something about that, that there is some science behind that. So I'm not just throwing that out there. I know that we all coach women and 
you know, there, I'm sure we've coached a few men in between all of these women, because there's always a man that wants to coach with us. But for the most part, we coach, you know, we are coaching women. And I find that women are particularly hard on themselves that I'll hear on Monday morning, I'll say, so how was your weekend? How did it go? Did you work on the things we talked about? And mostly it's the food, you know, and, and I don't want people to become obsessed with the food that they eat, but they need to be aware. So if these priorities and losing the weight, let's just say we're talking about losing the quarantine 15. Okay. So it's not about, we're not talking about gaining muscle. We're not talking about gaining weight. We're talking about weight loss because that's what a lot of people are struggling with right now. And it does start in our mind, in your mind. And that's as coaches, that's what we do. We start with the mindset. We know, we know that it doesn't start with the physical part of the body, but if we do get moving, then that can start changing the mindset. And that seems to be easier for most women to do than start cleaning out their kitchen and start removing sugar from their diet, removing fatty foods from their diet, removing all the things that we would want them to eventually reduce or remove. So, and I think women in particular are just so hard on themselves. We feel that we have to be perfect. I mean, we could go into a lot of psychological things in here and I know I know the three of us could really do it, but <laughs> it's, um, it's, so, it's such a mindset and we are here at all different stages of our lives to tell you that we've, we've gone there, we've been there, we've done that. And trying to help you understand that once you start the process, once you start the action, once you start moving, that you won't feel that shame because you know you are doing something to take care of yourself. So if you binge eat on Thanksgiving, just know that the next day, taking that walk is going to make you feel better. And it really is about, we, we may see your body staying the same, but if you start changing mentally up here, eventually it will come to, Hey, I want my body to match my head. And it comes down with the whole idea of confidence and feeling sexy in your body and feeling worthwhile and having value and all of those things. They don't come from the way our body looks. It comes from what we've done, all the work we've done up here that maybe has transformed from the neck down, right? Mm -hmm. So I, do, you, do you guys agree with me agree. Where that it, so many women struggle with that more so than men? And I hear it often, a lot of Mondays when we do our I check think calls. that a lot of our worth is based on our looks and we need to flip that on its head because really it's about being in love with yourself and being confident. Mm -hmm. That is what, when you portray that, that's what people see. They see what you feel about yourself, mm -hmm. no matter how much <laughs> we do our hair and slap our makeup on, it, it really will still show. And so that's why it still goes back to feelings. Like mm -hmm. uh, you get up, you get moving, you feel better and you feel accomplished and ready to tackle your day. So therefore uh, you're getting ahead of the game instead of like I was saying about being under the eight ball, you're getting ahead of the game to get up in the morning because nothing's going to get in your way. Um, and, and equally, I think if you're having trouble getting up in the morning um, and you're jacking up the caffeine, I recently cut it out and I'll tell you what, that has given me, it was, it was, a, it wasn't really that tough. I didn't get headaches or anything, but I know some people could, but let me just say, it gave me so much back, just cutting that little thing out. It, it made me feel disciplined 
and serious about what I was doing. I started sleeping better. I got up so much easier. And now I'm just like the energizer bunny, go, 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 go all day. So I'm like, sometimes it might be not what you add in, but what you cut out, uh, you know, cut out staying up so late. Exactly. Oh, I've been struggling with that one. <laughs> so what is your, so Linda, what is your morning routine? So you've cut out coffee. I think it would be interesting for everybody to know what we do in the morning and if we are a morning person. So Linda, since you, you are a morning person, you cut out this caffeine. What do you do in the morning? What's your, your normal morning routine? My morning routine. <laughs> I get up and it's like, let's I have keep 30... it. Let's keep it G rated. <laughs> I was thinking maybe I better yeah. uh, 30 minutes to get out the door and get to boot camp. So 4:45, I'm up, slap some makeup on. I will say slap because I'm slapping my clothes on, slapping my makeup on. And I have, I've been drinking green tea. It does have a little caffeine, but the science says it lowers your cortisol. So it's minimal. Like it's point, I think 35 and black tea is 0.60 and coffee is 200 milligrams. So I'm, I have my tea ready to go. It's already been, I just got to stick it in the microwave. I take my Modere. I like to take my trim, which keeps the belly fat down. I take my fish oil and I take, uh, gosh, what is it? Modare Life, Kelly. I take yeah. something that's really good for your skin, nails, hair, and your joints because I am 58. The collagen, right? The yes, collagen. It's liquid collagen. We love and it. Um, so I love all this. And so I also like to take Dr. O'Hara's collagen, which has, uh, it's made from sea, the, the you know, marine creatures. Um, so I really do take some supplements before I hit the gym and I take a pre-workout that has some glutamine in it, some beta alanine in it. So I get that going and then I'm off to the gym and I'm teaching a boot camp class or we're lifting five days a week. And so that starts at 5 a.m. You're there at the gym at 5 a.m. 5.30, 5.30 a.m. Okay. So Kelly, what about you? You you sleepy girl. I'm the sleepy girl. Well, ever since <laughs> COVID, I mean, I was up, I was back up at 6.30, not at 4.30 anymore. That stopped a year ago. But I get up and the first thing I do is have my coffee. And I read my Bible and I read my, all my little like Jesus calling books. I get my, I, I try to fill myself with so much positivity that I can, especially because I'm so, I'm very prayerful and I'm a Christian and I love the Lord. So I get filled by him first thing, and then I can start, start my day. So the first thing I do is work out right after I do that. That's number one, even when I don't want to, you guys, because sometimes I do get cozy on the couch and I'm reading, you know, you're in that slow-mo with the coffee. I'm like, I've, I've done it so many times. I think when you, like you were saying, Jody, when you do something, when you start moving your body, that's where you create that momentum. And then you just keep doing it. You keep doing it, little tiny baby steps. And then it just becomes a habit. So my body just knows now that I'm going to do this, I'm going to go get dressed, and I'm going to go work out no matter what. And then I begin, you know, my emailing and all my work stuff. I'm focused. I'm ready to conquer my emails, my work, my business. So that sets me up every single day. 
Do you work out five days a week, six, seven days a week? I do. I'm a five day a week person. Linda? Six, seven days a week. And like what Kelly was saying, you've heard of second breakfast. After I do all of that, I go back and do a podcast. Like she said, get your mind right. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. (laughs) Um, And so I'll do that. And then maybe sometimes I'll go to the track and run the bleachers. So, uh, so that's my morning. I I'm five, you know, five days at my actual, uh, gym and the other two days are probably outside. Wow. Well, I am, I am not a morning person at all. Not a morning person. I remember when I was training people at 7am and that was early for me. And I just said, this is, this is like, I'm doing this special for you. But during quarantine, I did a sleep challenge and I also tried, well, during quarantine, I, so this, the reason we're ta- I wanted to talk about this was I wanted to let everybody who's listening understand that this is what works for Kelly and this is what works for Linda. And I'll tell you what works for me. But the, the bottom line to all of this is find something that works for you. So I also read something uh, a while ago about how all of these books that talk about, like Kelly, you were saying, talk about getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning and start your day at 5 a.m. And I actually was reading a book. I'm, I'm halfway through at the 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. And right. That, that was, that's a great book, but it's not necessarily, that's more for men again, because our biology is different. Our hormones are different. Our workouts should be different for a woman than for a man. That doesn't mean easier. That doesn't mean at all. It isn't. If they do our workout, I've been known to just take them down Oh yeah, me too. I'm sure. Yeah. Vomit. They can't hang. They're vomiting. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I love making a man vomit. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) We're sorry guys. Sorry guys. We do Um, kind of enjoy it a little bit when they say, Oh, your little girly workout. And I'm like, Oh, come, come on. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on. So I am not, I'm, so I'm not a morning workout person. I am, I am, I have my coffee in the morning. I have my my trim. I drink my collagen. I take my vitamins. And what I try to do three mornings a week is get my workout in early in the morning. And I'll tell you what that does to my mindset because I'm like everybody else out there. If it comes to be four or five o'clock, I'm like, eh, yeah, I guess I'll work out tomorrow. So when I work out in the morning, I feel accomplished and I feel like I have the whole day ahead of me, sort of like what you guys were talking about. When I work out in the middle of the afternoon um, or yeah, like sometimes I'll get on, on my bike at five, six, seven o'clock at night, just because that's when I feel it. So what I've learned over the years of almost 60 is that I'm honoring what my body is telling me to do. So if my body doesn't feel like working out that day, I know that the next day I'll work out whether I want to or not, but I'll honor my body. And I'll also honor like the kind of workout it feels like doing. Now, some days I really have to push myself. Like you were saying, Kelly, I don't wake up every morning and go, woohoo, I can't wait to work out Um, (laughs) because I've been doing it for 40 years, you know, and at some point, and and you've got to change it up to make it interesting for yourself. But the, the biggest takeaway from this is not to feel guilty if you don't work out, not to feel guilty if you ate too many French fries when you only wanted to have two or you wanted to have zero. It's just get it, get, get into some type of habit and know maybe a, a to-do list is good for you. Work out by 4 p.m. 
-hmm. And if you don't work out by 4 p.m. that day, make sure that you work out the next day. So don't let it go on more than I've told people, you know, you don't have to work out every day. You don't even have to work out every other day, but be active, like walk, do something, do some planks, do some push-ups, right? Do something that gets the blood flowing because it will, it makes you feel better. It just makes you feel better. And it relieves you from that guilt. Completely. Can I say something to yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Because I want people to know too, when you ask me how many days I work out and I'm like, oh, I'm five days a week. Well, listen, ladies, you're listening right now. Don't throw the towel in. Well, I'll never work out five days a week. I just want you to know some of those workouts in those five days for me, I'll go down into my little area and I'll do something for 15 minutes, whether it's holding planks, I'll do air squats. Sometimes I don't even pick up weights. It just makes me know in my mind, it puts me in the, like Linda said, my mind space feels better if I go down there and do 15 minutes rather than if I didn't do anything at all. So that's what you need to think about. What's going to make you feel better? If you're not in a good headspace right now and you're really miserable with your body and I don't look good and I look in the mirror and I feel just, it's making you stressed out and it's not because like one of you said, that's what you're feeding to the world. Like when you're carrying that on you. So how can you fix it? Think about what Jody said. It's what is good for you. Will it be good for you to just go for a walk down the end of your street and back? And that's your first baby step you're going to take tomorrow. Or is it just getting out of bed and stretching? I know one of you do that. <laughs> you stretch. I, I do that. That's oh, joke. You do that. I'm a yeah. yoga girl. But that's, yeah. just, that's moving your body too. It's just stretching your muscles and feeling your body in saying, wow, you know, just doing something. And I think I don't want anyone to just say, well, I'll never be able to work out five, seven you know, five, oh, six, right. Eight, well, eight. we're just a little ate up with it. It really would be actually, sometimes I think it's detrimental to work out that much. I think it would really be fine to be working out three, four, three to four days a week. That's what I, that's what I do. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not balls to the wall anymore. Yeah. I, I do what my body tells me to do. And, you know, I do my stretching in the morning when I get out of bed, I created that habit. Um, and then the sleep, Kelly, you mentioned the sleep and, so during quarantine, I went to bed when I, my body wanted me to go to bed and I woke up when I wanted to wake up. And that was just so lovely. So I think it's also honor your body. You, you do need the sleep. We need between seven to nine hours of sleep. Some people need less, but really you, you do need a little bit more mm -hmm. and honor your body and go to sleep when your body wants to go to sleep. And waking up at 4.30 in the morning is not normal. How did you feel, Kelly, when you did that? Well, I had a passion. Oh, okay. All right. So you had. I mean, it was me. It was my gym. I was very passionate about it. So I did, you know, I'd get a little stressed out at night with the family. Yes. Everybody be quiet. I'm getting in bed. <laughs> right. It's nine o'clock. I got to go up there now. And, you know, sometimes it's it, stressful. It I is. I love getting up at 4 30 in the morning. Are you telling me I'm not normal? Oh, no. I didn't love getting up at 4.30. I loved so much of what I was doing in the transformations I was, you know, causing for women. But getting myself to get into bed was a little stressful, but it became a habit again. And I just, that's what I did. And I just, that was who I was. That's what I did. And I just, I couldn't fight it. It's like, but Linda, you enjoy getting up at that Early time. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that's not normal. I just, 
it's not in, normal for you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not normal for me. So exactly. some people love and can get up and their their biological their clock can get them up at that time and they can function. I I could never, you know, and I I, I just couldn't. So and that's what I, I I think is important that each one of us are different in our morning routine and our daily routines. You know, we we sort of do the same thing, but but our our morning routine is different. So there's no perfect time to do anything. Mm. I would suggest well, that if you time is now, right. The perfect time is now. It, it is hard to work out late at night because unless you, it's going to wake you up. Right. I agree. I, I agree with that. I want to also say one more thing because I'm looking at my water bottle right here and this is part of my morning routine. And I really want you guys to hear me right now. My morning routine is all about the first thing I do before I do anything is make sure I guzzle some water. I think if you are not working out right now, you haven't moved your body, maybe you're not drinking water through all of this, make that your first thing. Because I'm telling you right now, the more water you drink, you might not even work out. A couple pounds will fall off. I guarantee it just by increasing your water. So this to me is everything. I track my ounces I don't know. Do you guys track your ounces? Because I just want to make sure I get over 70. I drink, I get a gallon oh. and I just drink it. You guys properly. are putting me to shame. I no, am we're not doing that. I, I say, this no, is what no I'm talking shame. about. I, I, but this is where I struggle. I struggle with my no. hydration. You get your water from your coffee. <laughs> no, there's, there's water in here. Oh, okay. I have oh, water see? in, I have water but in it's here. It's just, you know, it's important for people to know water is part of being healthy. And it does keep things running smoothly in the body if you don't do anything else. I'm just, there was just a little tip. It's a big, every, no, every a tip. plan out there tells you to have water. And it's for a reason because it is, it does it works. what it says it does. <laughs> okay, oh so gosh. what should our takeaway tips be for everybody? Well, setting up some kind of morning routine, not all these things, like a big list of a morning routine, because I think that's overwhelming. Even if it's just one thing you're going to incorporate. Even if it was just like getting up, reading a couple of minutes, five yeah. minutes of moving, right? And uh, and and then positivity. taking a few things. Yeah. And, and taking in some, some kind of positivity. Read a positive quote to start your day. Just get your mind space, get your mind in the right space to start your day and think about what your body really needs. Each of okay, us. Okay, so your top, so your top two from Kelly in moving forward in trying to lose those quarantine 15 or five or four or 20, whatever it is, top two tips from Kelly would be get your water in first thing in the morning, get your mind in the right space, and think about what your number one need is at this moment, right now, in the present moment. Is it weight loss? Then you're going to write down one thing you can do to just kind of move the needle forward. So movement. Water, movement, Mine's writing, maybe journaling. Okay. And journaling. Right? Is that what you're saying? Sure. Yes. Okay. So top three. Okay. So Linda, thank you. Those are good. <laughs> my, oh, my top three. Well, or it would be two, first whatever. of all, get your mind right. That's the first part because your mind is what drives everything else. And then focus on making yourself feel good. Get moving. You've got to get moving, get the blood going, get your heart pumping because all great ideas and everything else are going to stem from that 
five, 10 minutes you spend moving your body. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a morning person, I still think whenever, whatever your morning time is, get up, get moving for at least 10 minutes in the morning. It doesn't have to be a long drawn out session to be beneficial. And then getting your sleep at night is huge. If you can just go to bed 10 minutes earlier than you usually do, or start getting ready for bed, if it takes you a long time, start early getting ready for bed so that when it's time, hit that pillow, you're ready to just go to sleep. What time do you go to sleep, Linda? 10. Okay. Kelly, what time do you go to sleep? 11, 1130. Okay. You're like me. Yeah. I'm trying. So I'm listening to Linda saying, well, if I take a long time at night to do, you know, wash I'm the same way, I'll, I'll start doing the laundry. The oh my gosh. I, I get a second wind. So if I, if I don't put myself to bed by 10 PM, I'm up for two and a half hours. Yeah. I, I was up agree with that. last night, but usually I'm 10. Okay. I think 10 o'clock is a good goal. So, um, those are great tips. My, my top, I would say my top two tips would be similar to yours. Um, and probably it's because we have been in the fitness industry for so long. We know really what works and it's really simple. Get out of bed. Honestly, I would, while you are in bed, no matter what time it is, grab that water next to you in bed and start drinking it. Honestly, I've, I've tried to put that into my morning routine because I'm not a big water drinker. And then right from there in my pajamas, I'd stretch. And I read somewhere that it's great to either take a cold shower or go outside. (laughs) So now that it's getting cold. So what I do is I then walk my dog. So I get, I get that movement by walking Ava and those three things, no matter what time I wake up, I try to do that. Then I come in, I feed her and you know, I have my coffee and then I, I start working right away. And that's when I get sidetracked and not necessarily work out all the time in the morning, but I, you know, working out in the morning really helps you feel like you've accomplished something. So hydration, stretching movement, try that cold shower or getting outside. If you live in the cold weather right now, get outside, feel that cold air. It will wake you up. It's like throwing cold water right on your face and uh, it feels really, really good. So now, those- let's, let's add in um, prayer and meditation because that's that's very big for me personally. I've benefited. I do. Yeah, and, and, and I, I definitely just, pray. Yeah, taking that quiet time to just sit quietly, think about your, again, what it, what is it that would make you happy? That's when you can really realize what you really want. You know, we, we all to- have... If- yeah, and I think we all have different ways of doing it. I've I've tried the meditation. I try to into implement that into my day. But when I'm drinking my coffee before I look at my phone, I do try to have that stillness in me. Mm. So I think you know there are all different ways to. I think that stillness, so you hear your voices. I think Linda, we talked about that yesterday. That stillness, or it's just um, these are three really. I think we've all said similar things, but differently. So if you hear us, and you're listening to us, so listen to us and hear us, and try to implement these these different ways into your life. And eventually, once you get moving, if you'll start wanting to put healthier foods into your body, 
Yeah. And, and I would equally say, if you've listened to all of this and you say to me, but Linda, I'm just not motivated right now, then I would suggest you do what Jody does and what I actually did this week, which is have a coach, have your own coach that will motivate as a coach too. We can all, we all coach on zoom, but I just like I'm giving, 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 I've got to fill my cup up and have my special person to go to that motivates me. And it doesn't always need to be me. And right now I'm a coach being coach. Jody's a coach being coach. And I just really believe in coaching. So you could reach out to any one of us, DM us on Instagram. Uh, I'm Sisterhood of Sweat. You're Fearlessly Authentic or what um, is Jody, I'm Jody Harrison Bauer. That's J-O-D-I and it's Bauer, B-A-U-E-R. And I'm and, Kelly Tyen on Facebook and on Instagram, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And you could reach out to one of us. And we would be so happy to help you because I'm telling you, coaching is a game changer. It's a I'm meeting with my coach at 1.30. I, I, I couldn't do it without a coach. I don't know how people do. And it's so true. That was another thing I had written down on my sheet right here. When we were in the beginning of the conversation, I did want to say, find someone to hold your hand. It yes. doesn't make an investment. It holds you accountable. Out. Hold you, it holds you accountable. You will gain so much from your investment because the growth, the personal growth, the the steps that you start taking, it's incredible. I can't even coaching. I I don't know where I would be without a coach. Well, it's like it's it's almost like therapy. It's like yeah. everybody needs to talk to somebody, right. yeah, and it's exactly. there again. There's no shame in it. There's no shame that oh. we are coaches and we have other coaches. We're very mm-hmm. open about that. And that's what it takes us to the next level so we can help other people. Exactly. And somebody to give you a kick in the pants if you need yep, it. I'm true, sorry, I'll just be real. <laughs> Sometimes people say, would you just come over to my house and smack the food out of my hand? <laughs> can you imagine if we lived in other people's homes, they would really not like us very much. Would they? My family doesn't <laughs> like me anyways in, in my own home. <laughs> Is that so- why you're downstairs in your office? I had people tell me that after they heard my audible book, that I was like this, you know, person on their shoulder and they would hear my voice. Yes. And uh, I was just like, well, that if we could bottle that, that'd be something to have. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I feel so blessed to be friends with you, powerhouse, fearless women. I hope everybody out there is just feeling this right now and already just feeling good about what they're going to do for themselves. That's what it's about. We're here to empower, inspire, educate uh, on all things, mind, body, and soul, fitness. And so again, thanks so much. I just wanted to say that. Thanks. And being fearless. What, what were we calling ourselves? Fearless? Fearless females. Fearless females. Yeah. You know, and if you're not a female, it's okay. You could be fearless too, but um Yeah, like all the things that we were talking about today, it's um, maybe you're not doing them because you are afraid. So go out there and be fearless. Easier yeah. said than done. We know it. We've been there, done that. So it's it's not like we haven't walked the walk to get to where we are. And we can help you hold your hands or give you a, a swift kick in the butt. And um, my parting thought for you guys today, if you are uh, thinking, I used to be this, I used to be that, I used to, used to, used to. Uh, just think about, well, okay, 
maybe I need to go back if that's when I felt my best and start doing the things that I did then. And what are those things? And just realize that you can start any moment to be who you want to be, to show up how you want to show up and to get your body back. Love that. Perfect. And to that. Yes. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Do you have anything, anything else you want to say before we go? All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with three fearless, fun females. If you love this episode, make sure you guys tag me. And because I appreciate you all so much, I am offering you 10% off my course, Addicted to the Climb. You can find that on my website, kellytyan.com. Make sure to spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. Until the next time, keep on climbing.